Is your show on fuck? God damn it. Blew it. Is is your son a childless, skinny, thirty-three-year-old with a podcast and a cat? Do you wish he would have used his intelligence by staying in college rather than deluding himself into believing he's funny enough to make a living off of it? At Reality Check Incorporated, we will contact the annoying little man-child and give him the dose of love that might just drive him back into that miserable but comfortable banking job he very likely used to have. Act now for a steep discount on our I Just Want a Grandchild package in which we match him up with a fertile and available potential mate that may not meet his unrealistic standards today, but will certainly do the trick after we knock him down a few pegs. Call 1-800-GROW-UP for a free consultation today. Now, when my dad said he found us an advertiser, I didn't. <laughs> I was going to say that one might cut a little close to the bone. Yeah, you know? um, <laughs> but, my but I've got I've got something. Mom. I've I was listening to a podcast, Andrew. I've got a perfect new subscription program for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's take that offline. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got some money burning a hole in my pocket. You know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Snark Marks, everybody. We are a very funny podcast out of the Central Valley of California. I'm Andrew. That's Dusty. Hey. My cat's losing his mind. Uh, he was uh, cl- climbing my computer tower during the theme song. I brought him down. He immediately started scratching the couch. His ears are back because he's in a frenzy. Um, <laughs> he's got the uh, zoomies, dude. That's- God, he gets he gets so pissed when I get on the computer. Yeah. You're not well now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Dude, I can see him in the background. He's just attacking everything. Uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's fighting an invisible foe, is what he's doing. Yeah, he's well, he's he's fighting the lack of attention that you get <laughs> that you are seemingly giving him. Uh, <laughs> I, so he's like uh, looking at the wall and meowing and attacking his. Yeah. Real quick, uh, <laughs> you want some cat cat stories? Yeah, sure. This is the this is the podcast people want. Um, the podcast. Sorry, geez, there it is. We're we're rebranding. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that was a longer sound bite. I was no, I have to wait. Keep... Yeah, I have to wait like Kramer on old episodes of Seinfeld <laughs> when he comes yeah. in. Uh, so, we bought a cat tree. We have three cats. Me and my wife. Um, mm-hmm. And we bought a cat tree to get them to stop scratching the goddamn couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they won't. They don't care. Um, yeah. It's if, like. If you see right here on the video right there, uh-huh. that is that is cotton coming out of the side of my couch. <laughs> yeah. Because my cat has scratched through the outside of it. Yeah. Um. So we got the cat tree. It's got two scratching posts. It's got a little fluffy ball that hangs off the side that they can like, you know, they can bat. And then it's got a cat bed on the top of it. And we're like, this is great. The cats are going to lose their mind for this thing. Um, only one of the cats <laughs> ever uses it. Uh, she's the only one who uses the scratching post. She'll mess around with the little ball thing. Uh, she is too heavy to jump up and use the cat bed. 
Uh, I'm sure she would like it if she got up there. But the, I've tried to put the other cats on the cat bed to be like, see, this is soft. You would like to lay on this, I'd imagine. No dice. Zero. Yeah. Interest. Yeah. I, I had a I had a, a, a big ass cat previously, Houdini, big black cat. And uh, I had a buddy hit me up and he's like, by the way, no free ads. Get that wing stop. You know what I mean? What's going on? Thank you. <laughs> Just get a wing stop cuff. Yeah, out kidding. of the peripheral. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was he was huge. And my my neighbor friend was like, hey, do you want a cat bed like a cat tree? I mean, and I was like, yeah, dude, like I'd love a cat tree he was too big for it. So there's like a thing at the top that like dangles down that the cat's supposed to like jump up on or get to a different level. Oh my God, bro. This guy is, <laughs> I, w- I wish I wasn't covering him up right now. Um, yeah. It's like a platform at the top that he can get on and like bat at this ball thing. But he's so big that he could just like stand on his hide legs and like <laughs> bat it and a little it. bit. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's not as entertaining. And then there's like a little cubby hole that they're supposed to go in. And he literally walked up to it put both his front legs in the cubby hole and just stood there because he was too big to get the rest of his body in there. Yeah, we um, bought, we've we've really tried a lot of things with the cats. Like we bought them uh, like a donut hole thing that's kind of covered that they can like run in and out of, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only cat who ever tried to get in it was the cat that was too heavy to be in it and she got it stuck around her head and started freaking out. <laughs> she was Listen, like, I like this big fat cat you got. What's her oh, name? she's the, she's the best storm. Uh, she's hell the best. yeah, storm, dude. She's the best cat. She's my favorite cat in the world. By the way, I currently hear my cat is yeah. uh, pawing at his litter. Um, <laughs> he's he dude. He desperately wants your attention. Yeah, he's, he's like, pissed. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw poop on the floor. I he's know like, you, you hate poop on the floor. You just got home. Yeah, you know, and and now you're talking to that idiot that you t- that you talk yeah. to online. Uh, you tell me you love me all the time. Yeah, but, but yet here you are yet again looking at that screen, not yeah. paying attention to me. You know that asshole that yeah. you talk to all the time, that hussy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I got a speeding ticket the other day, Dusty. Oh no! Yeah, first That's one in like a decade. Yeah, super We're... hungover on uh, New Year's New Year's Day. Ooh, uh, driving home from Porterville. That's also got to be the worst, too, because you feel terrible. And then on top of that, <laughs> now now the man's breathing down your neck. The worst part about it, really, because I deserved it. So it's not the cop's fault. Cop right. was fine. Uh, the worst part about it was Waze. I use Waze. Okay. And uh, Waze was like, hey, there's a cop like a quarter mile down the road. And I was like, okay, pay attention. Maybe I see a cop, you know? And then... I never see the cop. I'm looking on the side of the road, never see him. So I do the old not here thing, you know? Do you right. use Waze? I don't use Waze. I use uh, Google Maps, I think. Ugh, gross. Yeah, I'm fucking living like poor people. Uh, <laughs> Waze is free. It's yeah, just I smart. just, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I have no qualms with Google Maps. So, you know, and I don't really go anywhere. So it doesn't, you know, I go to like three places. So it doesn't really matter to me. Giveaways a chance. All that's all I'm saying. All right. But um, all we are saying is yep. giveaways a chance. <laughs> that's what he wrote it about. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Google Maps, Apple Maps. <laughs> uh, they so, will tell uh, you when there's road construction. Road construction. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was like, there is not a cop here. 
And about a minute later, the car in front of me, uh, like a white charger, pulls over. Uh. I keep going. He pulls out behind me. I was following the cop when I told Waze that there was not. No, Waze, you idiot. There's no cop here. <laughs> right. And uh, apparently I was going like 80 miles an hour in a 55. Um, who knows? It's, I'm in a yeah, luxury it's, vehicle, you know? It's easy to do. They know yeah. it, you know? Like, yeah, that's the thing. And I, he got me. Right. He got me. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't like, are you serious, man, on New yeah. Year's? like, And uh, he was like, do you know how fast you're going? I was like, no. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I honestly don't know. And he was, yeah. he was like, ah, you got me. I, you were coming up behind me around 80, 81. Now, what I wanted to do was ask uh, if he actually flagged me at that speed. Right. Or if he is estimating because I was coming up so fast behind him. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> he ultimately wrote me down for like 70 plus, I think is what he wrote me down for. Right which allows me to go to traffic school, in which case I wouldn't have been allowed to go to traffic school if he wrote me down for the 8081 that right. I got. Well, so, I, And the, the the real important thing, I think, is like... Is that we're all safe, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and every cop is good. Uh, no, it's like you're never... You're not going to beat them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, they got you. So it's like all of the things you want to do where you're like, well, is that the speed you flagged me at? And like, oh, come on, man, there's nobody else on the road. What danger am I present? Like, they don't care. None of that is going to, <laughs> it's going to matter. It's yeah. how, how much of an inconvenience are you going to be to this cop when it's like, he's right, you know? And so it's like, I, and I know this is, you know, probably a place of privilege too, but I just, I just try to be nice. And I'm like, yeah, man, you, you got me. Same thing. Last speeding ticket I got, I was running late for church and I was on this like rural road and there was nobody else on there, but the speed limit is 55 miles ago. I was booking it. Yeah. Hoofing it. <laughs> yeah. And I saw him. And of course my instinct, I saw him like a quarter mile down the road. My instinct is to slam on the brake, but like, no, he could, it's at that point, he either decides that it's worth it or it's not worth it. There's nothing I can. Yeah, it's in his hands. Yeah. And if he pulls me over, it's justified. You know, it's it sucks that we have like the 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 thing that's annoying kind of is that I wasn't putting anybody in danger. Right. I was paying attention. I was uh, I, I'm eighty is fast, <laughs> right. but you're, eighty you're isn't phone. like yeah, and I'm not yeah. like crazy doing stupid passes and stuff. But um, I the 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 fact of the matter is I know what the speed limit is there. Right. So. And I'm I, I I I didn't have to poop. Nothing was on fire. <laughs> right. Like I had the only reason I was going that fast is because I really wanted to be home. You know. So right. like and and the road conditions were available for you to be going that fast. Everything was that's, fine. Yeah, that's the only time that I've ever gotten a speeding ticket is like, there the road is allowing me to go this fast, and I just didn't think about it. I didn't yeah. put you know. And and the last time I got a ticket. I was in my wife's car, which I don't drive very often. So I did have a little bit of like, I don't know what this car feels like at like 70 or 80 miles an hour. And I wasn't paying attention, but it's still my job to pay attention, you know? Yeah. Like, there's still the number right in front of you, you know? Right. So like, and there's like, there's almost no reason you could give the like, unless the cup just wants to let, let you go. 
that's but again it's a hundred like you're <laughs> you're not gonna juke the cop with your amazing uh excuses you know like, yeah yeah i'm not a sovereign citizen i you know <laughs> yeah. I, i'm not gonna invoke the constitution you know what i mean like right. actually I, I uh, broke... any motor conveyance is a uh, is free to travel at any yeah, speed is, that's safe it, <laughs> is this your jurisdiction yeah. um no i'm not gonna do any of that so like it sucks uh I, i'm gonna have to do traffic school which i'm sure is boring as shit every time i've done traffic school i which is three times this is the third time that i've had to do traffic school um because i i've got speeding tickets in my early 20s it's been like a decade or more since yeah. i've gotten a speeding ticket and uh, i would pay my aunt to do traffic school for me i'd give her like 40 <laughs> bucks um, right to do it online. but now i'm just gonna ride the lightning you know i'm gonna do yeah. it uh i'm I, I i'll figure out how to do it as fast as i can I couldn't figure out how to register for my traffic school online. So last, the last ticket I got, I went in person. It was torturous. I'm you know, not like, going to go in person. I will no, rather I, I, I'm no sure fucking that, way. I'm going to go. In per, in person. I'm sure that you, I just couldn't figure it out. And I was trying to figure out which class to take and when, and I called the number to try to get them to help me. And the lady was like, no help at all. And I was like, look, I have to get this done. I will just go. And you oh, have to man. go, <laughs> you have to go at like seven in the morning. And the, the shitty thing was, it was when I still lived an hour away from where I live now, but I had stayed, uh, at, in Fresno the night before. And I thought that I forgot my paperwork that I needed. So I had to get up an hour early to drive home to try to find that paperwork only to realize that paperwork was in my car the entire time. <laughs> and then i had to drive back pretty much back nearly the the entire way that i had come to to go to traffic school and it's just like you and a bunch of other people who uh, did something you know and like the teacher is not a uh, what do you expect he's a traffic school teacher he's not a charismatic person you know oh yeah he doesn't have uh, a tight hour how how long <laughs> Seven hours. <laughs> and you get like an man? hour for lunch. Yeah. Oh, man. It was miserable. And I was just like, look, if I promise to never speed again, can can you just let me go? Listen, I'll never drive a car again yeah. if you let me leave. <laughs> like, let me leave now, please. And no. like, at one point he was, he like, he was asking me about my tattoos and stuff. And I was like, why? You don't care about like let's not do any of this there's no banter let me be miserable the... yeah there's no banter here he's like what's the deal with the tattoo on your leg and i was like it's from a band and he's like which band oh i assume you know traffic school guy or maybe you were cool once who knows maybe i'm painting with a broad brush yeah know? what if this guy was awesome no nah, he was not i guarantee <laughs> you don't become a dude that does traffic school for a living if you've got like an anarchic streak in you i don't think you know well, anarchists suck anyway. They're fucking deluded assholes. Anyway, uh, let's. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I have another story. I went to the store today, uh, the gas station. I was picking up some. I, I like those Gatorade electrolyte things. You know what I mean? Gatorlite. This thing's pretty good. Um, is that a cucumber lime? Type by of the way. Great. Is that a different type of Gatorade? Yeah, it's like got more electrolytes than normal Gatorade. Oh, okay. Um, they like they put the real electrolytes in that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not those horseshit electrolytes. The other ones. Yeah. Um, but it's a treat. I like a treat. Little treat. Yeah. We've established that. You don't have to <laughs> look. Of all the people you'd ever have to sell a little treat to. Yeah. I'm not the one. 
Um, so there's a lady in front of me, and uh, she uh, she's buying cigarettes, <laughs> and I can't remember how it came. She's wearing a jacket that's like a super like Blue Lives Matter jacket. It's like uh, it's like you deny the evil, we hunt it, or something like that. And it's like a skull with a Blue Lives Matter uh, right. uh, bandana around the face thing, and um, it's got the Punisher logo on it. It's a whole. It's all. It might as yeah. well have. It's a whole and, thing. Uh, she, uh, th- something, somehow it comes up. He was like, do you, uh, what do you do for work? Or like, uh, do you have work tomorrow or something like that? And she's like, oh, I don't work anymore. You know that. And he's, she's acting like he should know his whole, his whole life story. I don't know how well they know each other. She's like, except her, I was an actress. And then the guy just kind of keeps going and he like leaves the room for a second. And she, and, and when he comes back, she goes, yeah, I was an actress. <laughs> like to kind of like rebring it up, <laughs> right? And well, she's a, you know you beg you, that begs the question. You have to ask. Yeah, and so he was like, uh, he's like, you were you, you you act. I didn't know that. And he and he was she was like, you know that man Melrose Place. I was on Melrose Place. Oh shit! And I was like, uh, she, just looking at the lady, very likely full of shit. But sure. um, so the guy walks over like kind of a little bit further down the counter comes back with his phone on with google up and he hands her the phone and he goes put your name in there and she goes and and she's like doing her thing over here and like ignoring the phone sitting on the on the table Uh in front of her i don't know what she's doing she's like putting her cigarettes in her purse or something like that and he picks up his phone he looks at it and nothing's been googled and he goes hey put your phone in put your name in what's your name like that, and she, and oh. she goes, "Oh, I scrubbed it." <laughs> she said, "She said uh, you got to pay for it now. You know, you know, you know, you got to pay for that shit." The IBDM. <laughs> She's talking about IMDb. Yep. And she goes, uh, "She goes, uh, yeah." So I'm not. You won't be able to find me. And then, uh, uh, I swear to God, I'm. I. It's, it was funny to hear that. And then I started to walk away, and the last thing I hear her say was. Yeah, the last thing I was in was was with Helen Cunt. <laughs> uh huh. <clears throat> that well, that lady. There's a few things at play. Like yeah. that lady's used. That's a pre-internet lie. That's an easy pre-internet lie, right? Oh yeah, you get away with that quick. Yeah, she, and she was like over sixty, probably seventy years old. Right. If I was like, I did four episodes of Magnum PI, you know. Uh, in in eighty in uh eighty nine, that's an easy enough lie. Prove but, that I didn't. Yeah, prove that exactly. I didn't fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was friends with the to, with the helicopter pilot guy. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was, prove that I wasn't. Yeah, I hung out with Tom Selleck. That's it's my word against your word. Unless Tom Selleck is in this bar, I don't see him in this bar. Uh, yeah. So and Melrose Place is like a perfect lie television show to say you were on. Cause there's like so many characters and it's an old show and there's not a ton of fandom <laughs> for it now. So it's not like someone's immediately going to be like, bah, Melrose place. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you but, the, one of the three people on Melrose place? But to say, uh, and I, and I bet that it's circulated so long in her like friend group or whatever that no one even brings it up anymore. No one's no one's ready to question the the lie, right? 
or or even the validity of the claim because maybe she was on Melrose Place, but everybody she knows either knows that it's horseshit or they know that she was really on it. And I don't think that she's uh, prepared for people to be like, I think she was, what she wanted was, uh, tell me you were on Melrose Place real quick. I was on Melrose Place. Oh, cool. That's it. (laughs) That's what she was hoping for. She wasn't, she wasn't thinking that she was walking into a gas station slash private investigator office. (laughs) Or she wanted like, uh, man, that's cool. I don't, not very often you meet like a true Hollywood actor, you know? She's like, oh yeah, Yeah, me and James Dean used to bone all the time. And I, I turn, I, I left before it turned into a leftist cabal. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I didn't do anything with any kids though. You know what I mean? That's, uh, that was her voice too. She talked like, uh, uh, what was <laughs> Mrs. Krabappel? No, what's that? Uh, uh, the guy, the other guy in a star is born. The guy that Bradley Cooper's doing an uh, impression of the whole time. Oh, Sam Elliott. You stole yeah, she my talked like Sam. voice. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. you stole my voice. <laughs> she's, she talked like Sam Elliott. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ma'am so, Elliot is who I met. There it is. I see it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's very funny. To, and also, then to be like, oh, I scrubbed it from the internet. Well, you don't know how the internet works. Like, there's. Yeah, that, that's the funny. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. It was like, uh, I scrubbed it was the funniest part because, like, tech savvy 23 year old Andrew, I got no chance of getting my name off the internet. And I wasn't in Melrose Place, you know? Like, you can find pictures of me doing stand-up if you Google me. Uh, right. You, you, thought, you thought you're big enough to take IMDb off of the... <laughs> yeah, uh, and I know, and I texted the person. I know somebody. I know multiple people who have IMDb, IMDb pages. I texted yeah. one of them. I was like, hey, do you pay for IMDb? He's like, no. <laughs> I think we're talking about the same person. Because I was going to say, uh, somebody I know... Uh, or we both know a mutual friend of ours uh, worked on a television show and then, or told me he did. And I was like, let me see if this dude is full. Of <laughs> and it turns out he's got credits, you know? Yeah. So, and like, uh, because, and he doesn't flout it around, but he also knows if he tells somebody that they're probably going to go check it out on IMDb. Cause that's what we do now. You know, the, uh, the difference, but it's like the, that Pete Holmes joke, you know, there's no knowledge that feels earned anymore or, and you can't lie anymore. You know, it's like you, you hear a song and you're like, is that Tom Petty? Back in the day, you could be like, yeah, but that's, that's probably Tom Petty. <laughs> but now you just Google it and you're like, Oh no, it's not Tom Petty. It's uh, the band. Oh, goddamn the band. Oh, oh man. man. Love the band. Someday everything's gonna sound <laughs> like a rhapsody. Yeah, Hell yeah, dude. Um, what's your? Uh, I know that we're we're both a little bit gas station men. Uh, what's your what's your top items at a gas station? Ooh, um, uh, I think. <clears throat> well, I get the, I get the I have to I have to go with the Gatorade. Uh, Gator Light. Mm-hmm. I either get that or Pedialyte. I like getting some sort of electrolyte situation at the right. uh, at the gas station. Um, but if we're talking like junk, we talking trash. We're talking trash, yeah. Um, I would say uh, I like cherry sours. Ooh, okay. you like cherry sours? You a cherry sour guy? 
I do. I never get them. But I, yeah. I like like all of those weird candies the gas station sells, like peach rings and stuff. I like them. Yeah. I just never think to get them, and they don't sell them anywhere that's not the gas station. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like I like cherry sours a lot. Um, red chili burrito, dude. I mean, yeah. It's come on, to, it's tough to beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's like the McDonald's thing, made in the lab. Like, uh, it it is com- perfectly concocted. To release all the right chemicals and then swiftly all the wrong chemicals, like <laughs> right. Well, and all the, the red... right chemicals in your brain, all the wrong chemicals in your gut. You uh, know what I mean? And the red chili burrito doesn't matter if it's it's hot from the fryer or it's been sitting under that lamp for eight hours. Hits the same. It's you know the the components oh, yeah, there's, are they're delicious. They're different things, <laughs> right? You know the 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 fresh one is totally different than the old one but they they both have a different type of uh charm yeah. you know charm was the perfect that was the word i was gonna say that's the perfect word for it i like the kind of sponginess you know yeah uh i am a big uh i'm a pizza pocket man i like a pizza pocket oh yeah pizza yeah. pockets are good um fresh pe- nothing <laughs> look i've i've dined with kings and queens i've dined on pork and beans Nothing hits like a fresh pizza pocket with the gooey cheese, uh, like the stringy gooey cheese. That's, uh, I mean, that's a masterpiece. Yeah, and have you ever dipped it in ranch? You know what? I have never thought to dip it in ranch. Oh, I didn't boy. think I didn't think there was a way to better <laughs> to improve that concoction. But I'm I'm with you. It's well, the it's the widest thing of all time. Sure. Uh, but I mean, God damn dusty. <laughs> okay. Um, I like a, I like a jalapeno corn dog from the gas station. I never go with corn dogs. I, but if I went with corn dogs, like you wouldn't be surprised to find out I go normal, original corn dog. Sure. You don't want a treat. That's don't, don't need the yeah. treat in that scenario. You know? Uh, and I think, uh, if we're talking, if we're talking hot eats, uh, chicken strips, surprisingly good amount of, uh, good quality chicken strips from the gas station. I never go with the chicken strips. As never. long as they don't look too sweaty. Chicken strips, they do, they'll, they do have an expiration date on them. They look sweaty? Like if they look like they've been sitting there too long. Oh, ah, okay. Lamp. I thought you were saying they literally like have, like, they look like they have perspiration on them. No, uh, they just like... They're starting to look a little gray or like they're going uh, south. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I, I feel like you lost them chicken strips a few, <laughs> a few like, hours ago. Yeah. Those chicken strips are in need of resuscitation. Uh, <laughs> but like you walk in with a defibrillator uh-huh. for the chicken strips. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's finger looking good. <laughs> yeah. There's a gas station that I go to when I go every week to uh, play drums at the church I play at that has a chorizo breakfast burrito and that's my little treat on sunday morning is i'll go grab okay. one of those dudes tremendous uh and that's good i i am like i love chorizo i love chorizo burritos i have eaten a lot of risky chorizo burritos in my life yeah sweaty uh, chorizo station, also a problem <laughs> gas station chorizo like you know there's levels of diarrhea right right <laughs> sure Gas station chorizo, chorizo, yeah, is a is a is a certain circle of diarrhea. Right. Like it is, you are you're sweating, 
Yeah. Like, we're, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds, right? I but, think uh, Dante wrote about it, didn't he? Oh, dude, it starts a knocking. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, boy. Like, as soon as it hits, you're like, oh, yeah. it's one of these, huh? It's one of these burritos. Well, the thing is, now, if I, I don't frequent the gas station, you know, in my attempt to be even uh, semi-healthy, the gas station uh, eats are generally off the menu, unless there's, like, a road trip situation happening. Yeah. But... Now, if I go to a gas station and get food, I like to get to a home location where there is a bathroom available before I eat uh, any of the gas station eats. For that very reason, you know, the, the uh, if something goes wrong, I'd like to I'd like to be close. The older you get, the closer the proximity you have to be when you eat certain things. Like eventually when we're 60, you're going to have to eat that on the toilet. Right. <laughs> it's just one continuous movement. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. It never stops. <laughs> no. Can't By stop. then I'll probably have a, a few feet of colon removed. So right. you, might it'll have, pro- <laughs> you might have diverticulitis like Kenny Omega. Yeah. They're going to have to, they're going to have to like, uh, like uh, make a direct route, you know, right. a more direct route. <laughs> yeah. They're, so. they're, or they're, they're begging you, Mr. Idell, please stop eating red gas station burritos. Can't. As I've got, I've got one in the thing. Yeah. I'm here for a short, I'm here for a good time. Not a long yeah. time. By the way, I don't really understand those people. I'm here for a long time. Um, like I, I want to stay as long. I will give up a little bit of the good time to right. be here for a long time. I'd like, like to have a good time and a long time. Seems like the longer you're around, optimally, the, the more good time you can have. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, I I completely agree. But also, like, you know, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I hate to stay on diarrhea, but you know who would love to have diarrhea right now? Who's George that? Washington. It's true. Dead people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, you, the, can, you got you can come back to life. Yeah, but you got to have diarrhea. They're like, okay, yes, one hundred percent. Do well, I also probably, get to see things? <laughs> probably all the people on the Oregon Trail wished they could that they would have diarrhea now, where it's not that big a deal and didn't kill you. Because yeah, but they, <laughs> dysentery. They, you know, if they're not, like, hey, we're gonna bring you back, but you got to be sick. Uh, you're, you're, you got to have diarrhea. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, a hundred times yes. Yeah. You know. Well, a little the, perspective. This is a little bit of a the past stinks uh, segment. Yeah, but don't. Well, kind of. But like, yeah. I just think I think like if you're dead, like even feeling sorrow is better than being dead, right? So like, like I would rather stub my toe really hard than be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what I see the perspective of what you're of what you're going with. Yeah. Like. Uh, if you're, if you're dead, things can't get any worse, which has a nice, uh, appeal to it, but they never have the chance to get any better either, which is a problem. Like, yeah, th- that's the thing. The fact that can't, things can't get any worse. Like, um, that's not a comforting thing because they're bad. That means things right. are really bad. Yeah. They pretty much hit as bad as they could get if you died. You know? Yeah. If like somebody, if I'm experiencing the worst pain in the world, I'm not like, well, at least it can't get any worse. <laughs> this is probably 10, right? The, yeah. Yeah. I'll take solace in the fact <laughs> that this isn't going to get any worse. Yeah. Uh, why is it Terry Funk who's saying that to me? <laughs> because why Why wouldn't it be, yeah. you know? God damn, the, the, the squeak, God damn it. I can't believe he hit me. me with it. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking killing me, man. I'm gonna die. Where are you, Muda? 
They're fucking man. killing me, man. I um, spent so many years in that Texas heat getting the dog shit beat out of me on that football field. And this is like at least five times worse than that. I'm in the Thunderdome cage. It's I'm terrible. In the Thunderdome cage. <laughs> Uh, I never thought I like thunder. I like the sound of it. I yeah. think domes are pretty cool. I've had a good time in a dome or two, the Alamo Dome. <laughs> you put both of them shits together and I'm just one big pile of pain. <laughs> God damn it. The, they got me in the figure four and Sting's just jumping on my legs. Oh, what? they're just cranking that shit. What a My man. knees are just two big piles of flat dog shit. What, what's I'm supposed to do about my legs? Uh. Help me, Corny. Uh, so to, so to stay ever so briefly on a gas station and gas t- station adjacent things, did you read that Mountain Dew Baja Blast? is now going to be available in stores nationwide for all of 2024, not just at Taco Bell. My question is, this is how the purge begins, right? <laughs> Widely oh, available yeah. blah, blah blast. Yeah, the, the president is gonna uh is gonna address this the nation, President yeah. Trump, two years <laughs> yeah. from now. In an election is, year, Baja Blast is out. He's he's gonna be like, turns out <laughs> <laughs> The shit's too wild. I think the real turning point was the Baja Blast. If it's available everywhere, we've got it contained right now. You know, (laughs) it's just in Taco Bell locations. This is like letting people fly from China to here. (laughs) Right. It's uh, the the bats only in the wet lab in the in the wet market in the wet markets. Yeah, Yeah, you're letting the bat out of the wet market at this point. like you know what we should do we should sell bats <laughs> at smart and final yeah like, <laughs> and like a, you could have just a bunch just a you could buy yeah. a bunch of bats at, and if you think they're refrigerated you are mistaken yeah because like the thing is not everybody likes taco bell right so like baja blast is only still then hitting a segment of the of the culture or yeah, if you if you're a fiend for it, you gotta go to Taco Bell to get it. But now, loose Baja Bless everywhere you go. Yeah, we gotta segment that stuff. You know, it's gotta be in its own spot. I listen. I uh, I have enjoyed a Baja Blast or two in my in my day. You know, refreshing. I would um, say, yeah. If this changes your life, <laughs> might need to take a step back. You might need to look in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you are like, oh my God, fucking <laughs> Baja Blast, yeah. bro. You Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? <laughs> I've got the Baja Blast news of the century. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we drink yeah. down in the Baja. <laughs> sit, sit down. You might, you're going to need a Baja Blast at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah, I just don't, <laughs> I don't know how wise it is to buy, to release the Baja blast on an unsuspecting public. I don't know, man. There's going to be like homeless people like with just, just uh, with green, green glowing syringes. Yeah. They, they've like, cause they, they tried to bring back uh surge and they were like, no, 
Surge, <laughs> we can't have Surge back. We have to, we have to discontinue it again. Surge was yeah. a point in time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, did you know Surge had less caffeine than Mountain Dew? It, it didn't feel that way. I felt I fucking jacked when I, when I was on Surge. It's, it's, that, it's that marketing dog. They were like, hey, if you do this, you're going to fucking kill everybody, bro. <laughs> yeah. And yes, then sir. you're going to break your neck on a motorcycle, and you're just going to keep freaking going, dog. Yeah, and then yeah, the, the, the flag gonna, was in the background. <laughs> an ATV is going to sprout up from betwixt you the <laughs> yeah. second that your lips touch a surge. Think uh, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just going to appear. Uh, and then you can't ever get off. Your legs are wired into the... <laughs> Uh, to that ATV. And if you think you're going to be wearing a helmet, you're freaking mistaken, dog. <laughs> yeah, you don't need you, no helmet. Could you be more wrong? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would love aggressively saying, could you be more wrong in a commercial? <laughs> could you be more wrong? <laughs> you, you, you literally couldn't. <laughs> uh, I want to do a whole ad campaign calling people stupid. Ah! The, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. If you thought you were going to drink this and go to sleep in a couple hours, ha, you moron, you moronical ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you rube. Uh, now, do you want to take even a, a guess at how many Mountain Dew flavors there are? Oh, God. Uh, let's see how many I can name. Probably like three. Um, Mountain Dew original. Yep. Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh huh. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah. Mountain Mountain Dew uh, Blue. What's that blue shit? Blue Crush. <laughs> I'll I'll give you the blue shit. What is it called? Uh, Atomic Blue. Atomic Blue. <laughs> Mountain Dew Atomic Blue. Uh, that rhymes too much. Yeah. Uh, Dude, there are so. I think that's all the ones I can. Crystal Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many. Like, if you count like the energy drinks and the Kickstart and all of that shit, there's like an (laughs) an infinite number. I'm gonna cheat and say Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, we got uh, (laughs) the Mountain Dews I recognize. Uh, Mountain Dew OG since 1940. They're drinking that in the Big War. Like God damn, really? WW two the big one. Yeah. That, that might be that might have been what won it. Like uh <laughs> the the Nazis were on meth and we were just yeah. all hopped up on Mountain Dew and freedom, uh, you know. We what were mean? we were doing the do, that's what they were saying when they were putting the flag <laughs> up in Okinawa. <laughs> uh, we got diet Mountain Dew. We had to dial it back in nineteen eighty eight. They were like, We gotta cut this shit. There's too much. Took forty eight years for them to introduce a diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> Listen, who needs diet? Like, yeah. it's just, like we don't need... Drink water! <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah. diet, caffeine-free Mountain Dew in 1989, which sounds like it tastes terrible. So... Yeah. Uh, Drink water. Mountain or, Dew real yeah. syrup? Or Mountain Dew real sugar? No more fake <laughs> Mountain Dew. I know. You, you feel... I feel like that shit's on the old Mountain Dew, you know? Yeah. Uh... Mountain Dew Baja Blast. fake stuff we've been selling you for years. (laughs) The FDA finally cracked down uh, (laughs) on our previous Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew Code Red, my personal favorite. Uh, Mountain Dew. I think think I've had it before. I don't know. The red one. 
It's the red one. No, I know what it is. I just don't oh, know. Okay. It's, it's like cherry, kind of. <laughs> Imagine Mountain Dew, but cherry. That'll do it for you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Mountain I mean, Dew. I'm sure Bol- it's great. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's a Mountain Dew Code Red 2001. Pre-9-11. They got in there. So... Code Red was pre nine eleven. Yeah. Maybe that's what caused nine eleven. Maybe that's what <laughs> that's, they were, they were on. They were on, yeah. Uh, Mountain Dew Livewire, Mountain Dew Voltage. That's the blue one. Blue Raspberry, Citrus. Uh, I liked that stuff. I think. Yeah, they have one called Mountain Dew Voodoo, which only uh, it's available in the fall. <laughs> so, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> <laughs> it's voodoo. Yeah, if you think real hard about your enemies, it kills them. <laughs> yeah, it's a mystery flavor. Oh, it's candy corn. Gross. I don't want that. Uh, candy corn? Yeah, that's why it's out in the fall. Jesus. Look <laughs> at this ad I've got for Mountain Dew. So this is the like the 2000s can? Yeah. This is my can. That's Yeah, that's, my the, Mountain. that's a Dew I remember. And the, the, the opening is, is a mouth screaming? <laughs> of course. That's a good ad. Yeah. I feel like it's a good ad. But it is very Mountain Dew. Like, yeah. I'm Mountain fucking Dew! <laughs> yeah, that's... Mountain Dew, man! <laughs> was, that, was that a little Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Oh my God, Mountain Dew! <laughs> I, uh, I can't tell you... No, I can't. I probably just ruined everybody's ears. <laughs> uh, the, the last Mountain Dew I had was I was at KFC, and they have like a special Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud to be an <laughs> Look, American. I'm not saying I'm P- better. I was a KFC man. I was I was looking for terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was looking for tenders. That's what I was looking for. And I, and I found them in the five I piece box. <laughs> so, I found him shits. Yeah, uh, Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning is available only at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I was like, well, I have to, I have to try this Sweet Lightning. It's a peach Mountain Dew. That Just, sounds like like one of Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitars. Yeah, <laughs> he called it "Sweet Sweet Lightning." Mount, Mountain Dew, Sweet Lightning, baby. Uh, God, that looks like piss, don't it? Don't it yeah, look like piss? It, it was not good. I'll tell you that. I did not enjoy yeah, Peach Mountain Dew. Are you kidding? Are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? I did not look enjoy my my venture with Mountain Dew. Yeah, that looks like what your pee looks like after you drink Mountain Dew. So yeah, yeah. with the bubbles and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's the you have to go see the doctor after that, and then you show him that Dude, picture. Look oh. at that, bro. Oh, that's a sixty-four <laughs> ounce. Yeah. Oh man, just, stop it, guys! Hey, <laughs> hey, stop it! Just, just you gotta stop it. We're uh, killing ourselves. Like this is why we're losing the wars, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's well. We don't have the OG Mountain Dew either. Had like the Captain America Super Serum in it. We need well, yeah. We need either OG nineteen forties. The the uh, what 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 do they call the World War Two? The Greatest Generation. I I thought that was I thought that was World War One. No, um, I forget. Either way, it's fucking wrong. Those are horseshit generations. But they did win wars. (laughs) They did. They had to fight them, but they also won them. So you know. And then they created terrible children. Yeah. Then they ru- ruined the economy for the, for everyone else. Forever. You are correct. It is it is the World War II generation was the greatest generation. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm a fan of Tom Hanks. I know what's going on. 
old Tommy Hanks. I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a Matty Damon guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Also a good guy. Uh, Imagine like coining yourself the greatest generation. <laughs> I don't think they coined themselves that. I think that's... I bet they did. Well, You've met them. That well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around, well, yeah, we were pretty. We, we, we were pretty great. Well, I can't, I can't refute it definitively, uh, you know. So I have to give you. some. Yeah, you know what? There, there, there were a lot of things that sucked, right, back then. But those, th- those fuckers were tough. They were a lot tougher than we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had to, they had to survive on Lucky Strikes and original Mountain Dew in in <laughs> Germany. You know. And then fight Nazis. So I don't. I don't want to do any of that. I'll be. Well, I'll be soft. If the alternative is that's what it takes to be hard boiled, I'm a. I'm a soft egg. Let's let's put. Let, I want this to be on record. Everybody's listening. Dusty does not want to fight Nazis. <laughs> that's definitely okay. what to take it from that. Yeah. 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 If you uh, take anything away from that, just take away that Dusty does not want to fight Nazis. Well, I guess you're not wrong. I don't want to fight Nazis. It doesn't sound fun. No, you know, I would. I guess I I would in a situation where it was me versus Nazis, but I I still wouldn't be stoked about it. I would try to sway them with laughter. Yeah, or poke holes in their argument. They love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they always always like. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Nazis, uh, uh, notably pliable throughout history <laughs> to other. I was, a, I was, I was maybe a little aggressive with that. Yeah, uh, was, they're notorious for their pliability in their in their belief systems. So just shaking my cat's tail, hopefully, hopefully he bites me. Yeah, <laughs> now who's being aggr- Now he's being aggressive. Well, that's attention. Yeah, that's attention. Uh, all right, Andrew. I went to the movies. This weekend, saw two hell movies. yeah, dude, yeah. Uh, I saw anyone but you, the Gwen Powell Sydney Sweeney movie. That was God, uh, she's the- hot, huh? <laughs> that was theoretically a uh, romantic comedy, but seemed like it wanted to be like kind of a raunchy uh, wedding crashers style comedy, but it didn't have the jo- it didn't have the jokes to be like a wedding crashers and it didn't have like the underlying sweetness to be like a romantic comedy. It was like in a weird middle spot. Uh, yeah. Which like, it's still enjoyable. It wasn't the worst movie that I've seen. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, it wasn't one of the great sort of r- movies of that genre, you know? Uh, would you prefer the Jennifer Lawrence movie? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I do prefer the Jennifer Lawrence movie because I think okay. the Jennifer Lawrence movie's premise, at least, is a little fresher, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I saw Poor Things with Emma Stone, uh, which I'm assuming is going to get a lot of Oscar buzz, uh, and was good. It was very weird. It was even weirder than I had prepared myself for, which was me going in being like, "I bet this is pretty weird." So listen, bro, I feel like you should have seen this coming when you saw what her eyebrows look like in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was like in for a, for a amount of weird that I felt prepared for. And then it was just like 
a little bit weirder than that. But she like she gives a really good performance. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is oddly funny in it. Um, and it, like clearly this was the movie that they were trying to make. Like this movie, you don't make this movie on accident. You know, everything is sort of very purposeful uh, for something like this. And I uh, thought it was good. Not great. Good. Okay. Those yeah. Are, those are my, <laughs> that's my mini review for. Did you, uh, did you not see Wonka? Couldn't see Wonka because, are you ready for this? I went to the wrong theater on accident. Uh, confused my theaters. So. Uh, uh, that happened to Kai's mom. <laughs> Same thing, the, Wonka went to the wrong theater. This is the first time this has happened to me since I moved. But I went to the theater that's really close to my house whenever I had planned my day of movies at the theater that's a little bit farther from my house. <laughs> so I got there and I had to make it, I had to do an audible. Uh, and so no Wonka. I, I did, listen, I just have, why, why don't you just have one theater? What's going on with this? Well, because it, sometimes to timing? see, yeah, to see the the maximum amount of movies, I have to decide between which theater is going to work the best. You know, you're a wild man. I do, I don't. I have done it before, but I feel like even excessive for me is to see a different is to see movies in multiple theaters in a day. That seems like a too much work, even for a movie person like me. Like see one at one theater and then drive to the other theater to see something else. <laughs> like seems like a waste of time, <laughs> even though I, I guess the whole thing is sort of a waste of time. That's the point, but it's a lot, it's more work than I want to put in. I want, we need to do a challenge where you watch a movie in three or four different theaters. <laughs> What's the maximum amount of theaters I could see something in? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's uh, probably like, six movie theaters in fresno at least right there are four that are nearby that take my my movie pass and okay. so uh i can try you should, you should try it uh, one of these days i'll try to work it out but uh okay. this this weekend i think is wonka finally wonka uh, listen if you want to if you do the four movie theater thing i'll do i'll go down there and do it with you <laughs> yeah you'll come along yeah. if i plan the day out if we plan the day out and we do oh, it, I, I'll I'll go down there and watch four movies in a day with you. What a what a incentive that'll be the that'll be the most movies you've seen in the theater possibly ever. We uh, can't do it in January because I I want to drink when we do this. Yeah, well, and I don't. I think there's not a lot of stuff coming out this year. There's like a major lull in the amount of movies that are being released because everything got screwed up by the, the strikes. Yeah. The strikes. So I think there'll be a weekend where there's like enough space to try to see a few things at a few different places. So I'm that'll telling be, you, let's, let's, let's freaking do it. That'll be exciting um, for me. I'm hearing Wonka's good, man. I think I got to go see it. I keep hearing it's good. It's, I don't know if you've seen them. It's directed by the guy who made the Paddington movies. And those movies no. are exquisite, uh, which is bizarre. Cause like on the surface of it, it doesn't seem, like there would be much there, but those movies are incredible. And so as soon as I heard that that was the dude directing it, I was much more willing to give Wonka a chance, even though I still think a origin story about Willy Wonka is not a movie that like needs to be made. You're, you're answering questions that no one's asking, you know, I'm okay with being like, I'm a bit of a Wonka gatekeeper. Big Gene Wilder guy. Right. You're not going to replace a Gary Bertier. You're not going to replace a Gene Wilder, you yeah. know? But um, 
I listen. I don't like. I, I don't dislike Shyamalanian Timothy Shyamalanian, whatever right. his name is. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't I don't dislike him at all. I think he's a talented dude. Uh. The couples. I I don't really watch Saturday Night Live anymore, but the couple sketches that have made it onto my Instagram page mm. that he's been in are funny. Uh. The one with him and Pete Holmes doing the the mumble rap. Have you seen that? Yeah. Uh. Pete Davidson. You mean? Pete Holmes, yeah, Pete Davidson. Yeah. It'd be funny. It'd be funny if it was Pete Holmes. It'd be funny but, either um, way. But yeah, the that mumble rapper thing is very funny. Yeah, and uh, he he's really good in it. And uh, I I hated Dune's ass. I hated it. Um, I did not like a a, a minute of that movie. Yeah. Um, but it's just slow, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but he's still good in it. But it's yeah, he's still good yeah. in it. Yeah, he's still uh, good. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen another movie with him in it. But I yeah. like. Um. I have some, I have some news, some Dune news. Uh, saw the trailer for Dune Two. Looks pretty good. Like, <laughs> I was not a Dune One guy uh, either, but the trailer they cut for Dune Two looks like all the exciting stuffs happening in the in that movie. So I might be well, back. I mean, I'm back in anyway. I go see whatever movies I can see, but I uh, it has rekindled my excitement towards Dune. Yeah, sick, bro. Go watch it and then uh, let you know. Tell yeah, let me know, yeah. and I, I will not watch it. So um, unless you're like, dude, it's the best movie I've ever seen, sure. And it's not three hours again. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, yeah. This weekend, I am planning to see Night Swim about a haunted pool, uh, scary pool. Hell yeah, dude. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ferrari with Adam Driver. It's directed by Michael Mann, a famous director, which is why I'm going to go see it. Is it about Enzo Ferrari? It's about Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's cool. He's got a cool story. I bet it's good. Yeah. Um, and then so Enzo Ferrari basically made a luxury car company to justify to uh, to fund his racing obsession. Yeah. And basically, it's uh, and then Wonka. Hopefully, those are the ones. But uh, did you ever see Ford versus Ferrari? I did. It was yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's uh, I'm digging that. Unfortunate that they came out. I mean, it's telling the other side of the story, I guess. But it's like seems weird that like they're doing the biopic on Enzo Ferrari like two years after Ford versus Ferrari came out. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, 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 I who, who's in it? Oh, uh, you said Adam Driver. Adam Driver is. Does Adam is, Driver play him? Yeah, he plays Enzo Ferrari. Jesus Christ. Uh, Shailene Woodley I, is in it. I guess you need like a. You need super, a guy. You need a guy. Yeah. Uh, he's got a big nose. I think Adrian Brody would have been a better. Like he looks like a. Enzo Ferrari looks like Adrian Brody had a, a brain injury, kind of. Oh yeah, I could definitely see that. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. Or um, if Charlie Chaplin were still alive, he could play Enzo Ferrari. Yeah, weird, know? weird looking guy when he was younger. Um, but. God, that's a weird looking dude, isn't it? Yeah, that's I feel right. like that's I feel like that's Adrian Brody. They had I bet they reached out to Adrian Brody first. Maybe I don't know what he's up to, but like like you said, they he's need getting a, guy. a little old too. And it's the same thing as like uh, we haven't really talked about the Iron Claw because we're waiting for you to see it to really dive How into. How fucking it. far apart are his eyes, dude? <laughs> that's why he was such a good race car driver. Maybe that's Sid the slot. That is true. <laughs> You yeah. probably got real good peripherals. You can see the whole thing. Yeah, you can't creep up on Enzo Ferrari. Uh, <laughs> he's, like a, he's like an owl, dude. He's got 270-degree vision. Uh, 
Yeah. He sees he doesn't even need mirrors yeah. on his car. He's, he sees you coming. Uh, <laughs> but it's like we talked about on uh, for Iron Claw, which is like Jeremy Allen White is a hot actor of this particular moment. Uh, and so, and he's a really good actor, but he does not look like Carrie Von Eric uh, at all, you know, like, and part of the problem is that he, that he can't, there are, there are very few humans in the world that look like Carrie Von Eric ever looked. And probably none of those guys are good actors. So you have to, you're either, right, Faber. huh? Oh, you're right. Right. Faber. Faber. <laughs> right but, could, but he can't act, yeah. you know, uh, Nicole Simpson can't rap. So uh, <laughs> literally the same thing I thought of when you yeah. said that. So it's, it's like you either have to get a dude that looks closer to Carrie Von Eric, which is probably a different pro wrestler uh, who doesn't act very well, or you get a guy who can act really well and he's five, seven and Carrie Von Eric's like six, three. So, you know, you do what you, <laughs> you do what you can. Was Carrie that tall? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I knew he was a big dude. Like, look at, look at that dude like <laughs> yeah, he's a monster yeah like that dude was gonna sh- was gonna do shot put in the olympics <laughs> before he became a pro wrestler so uh and like jeremy allen white very very good in the movie but he just uh, like and he gets bulked up and he looks all ripped and stuff but it's just you're not the same dude look at <laughs> look at that picture the the There's last one? one the one in the in the white tights yeah Jesus Christ he's on so much I, gas. listen I I don't want to I don't want to avert your eyes too far right but it appears he's got an armadillo in his trousers <laughs> <laughs> the dude, like that dude is on so many steroids they gave them all to Carrie Von Eric like, yeah they, and that's like we've talked about before the um, the bad guy from George of the Jungle would have worked really well. Yeah, but, Thomas Hayden uh, Church, if he were younger, would have yeah. nailed it. Uh, He's and, like 60. Uh, will Farrell could have played David. <laughs> right. Uh, well, and he should have played Ric Flair, really, is what the internet is saying. Uh, will Farrell? Yeah, because he has a character in Eastbound and Down that's essentially Ric Flair. It looks oh, like... yeah. I can feel it in my plums. <laughs> yeah. <that guy. laughs> yeah. It's the same character. So, uh, I read a thing that I guess real quick people have seen online the terrible Ric Flair from uh, the Iron Claw. The dude who played Ric Flair came out to defend his performance. Bad move in the first place. Uh, but then secondly, he's like, I watched a lot of promos and I, and I thought he was this kind of guy. And I, I listened to his promos and all of this. And there's no way that you could have watched a bunch of those promos and then performed them that badly. Unless you're just, unless he's bad at acting. I'll, I'll go out on a limb. Maybe that guy's bad at acting because uh, it's, it's really not very good. He was that bad. It's really bad. Like I'm, I'm trying to find what his name is. It's been, Oh, there's a Gina, there's a Gino Hernandez. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude. He's uh, him and Bruiser Brody are only in it for a second. Uh, or the guy who played Bruce Brody, the um, no Kamala, surprising. Aaron Dean Eisenberg plays Ric Flair. That guy plays Ric Flair. Yeah, with in a in a really bad wig, and it's like uh, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe he thought he was doing something, but it just it doesn't work for Ric Flair. Which uh, the, part of the problem is there is no other person 
like Ric Flair. How do you get a guy to perform that? You know, but it's like, it's bad. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to find a picture of him as Flair. Because all the pictures are just a Flair. Which yeah. is really annoying. I can't um, I can't wait till you see this movie so we can talk about it. But Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Um I wish they would have found somebody like iconic to play, to play Flair. Uh but yeah, I'll I'll check it out and see what it's yeah. like. Um, um Okay. So I had I had texted Andrew earlier, had an idea for two new segments. So I'm gonna introduce my new segment idea. Um we talk a lot about various pop culture things on this show. Uh, obviously, we talk about a lot of music. Uh, Andrew and I have both been, at various points, uh, professional musicians in the sense that we were paid in exchange for our uh, talents. So um, <clears throat> we have, unfortunately, uh, not hit the road <laughs> as much as I would like, but we love music. So I thought well, the, ro- the road is fucking hard. You know, it, what I mean? it really is fucking tough. Um, <laughs> so I th- thought of this idea of the snark marks m- song hall of fame where each, uh, each week Andrew and I will select one song uh, each that we want to put up for consideration to hang in the rafters, put the Jersey up all time songs And then at the end of the year, I will make a playlist of the songs that made the Hall of Fame. And everybody can, you know, more me, can listen to that uh, and have a bunch of banger songs to listen to, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, But I thought of a couple of uh, things for that that I wanted to run past you. I like coming up with the rules for these things on the podcast (laughs) while we do Yeah, I came, I, 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 I'm, because I, you had a, t- a stipulation in text today that I want to walk back on. And I want, I want to talk to you about that as well. So. Okay. So my uh, thought on this is only one song per band can make the hall of fame per year. This is the, you know, the, the first official episode of the year. Cause last week was the goals podcast. So okay. that, so that every week I'm not just like, well, I select Led Zeppelin's, Etc. Because we all know it's a bunch of banger Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna go first song in the Blue Album. Uh, I'm go. My name is Jonas, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, no one else. And then the sweater song. Then, <laughs> nowhere, no one else. Yeah. And then the sweater song. <laughs> the world has turned and left me here. Right. So like, I I nominate all of the Black Parade. You know, like you yeah. Can't, I feel like that would get boring, and I feel like it would also not lead to maybe uh the discuss because a lot of these songs are gonna be ones people have heard probably, but not a discovery for phase or uh discussion phase which i think okay. be, is the fun part um yeah secondly only one song per band can go in the hall of fame so like let's say i select a song by a band that that is good but if we put that song in then there's no other songs by that band that can go in so that might be a reason to uh eliminate it instead Okay, so we can't have the first, both of the two stipulations, right? Because the first one was one song per year per band. The second one was one song per band, period, right? Well, like, or yeah, I guess per year. I guess maybe it's the same rule, but I'm thinking, like, if we knock one out, then you can still nominate another song by that same band. Like, if we're after like, a year. Uh, yeah. Or no, if we knock okay. it out, if, we, if we're like, 
oh yeah, yeah yeah the world is turning left me here if we're like this is a great song but it's not the definitive weezer song i want on hanging in the rafters then okay then you can present a different weezer song at a different point or whatever okay you know so i think and, the, and you only present one song per week so if your song gets shut down you don't get a song in the hall of fame that week right then it's just you're done so okay so and then uh so my thing was um we so Dusty asked me earlier if we should tell each other what songs were you were doing so the other person can listen to the song. Yeah. Um, and I said yes if we're not one hundred percent sure that the other person knows the song. If we're one hundred percent sure that the other person knows the song, we should tell them the song. But I started to think about it. I think that we shouldn't tell each other at all what song is going to be nominated. And if the other person, and I don't know if you're going to like this, oh, but I have a reasoning for this. Okay. If the other person is not familiar with the song, it does not make it into the Hall of Fame. That's an automatic out. That's for, an automatic out. Okay. I actually do like that because I think that okay. that's, because what we're going for is like all-time banger song, you know. But yeah, that. part of a Hall of Fame is recognizability, right? Right. So like uh, uh, when I was... I don't necessarily agree with this, but I was uh, that that one that five hundred greatest singers list by Rolling Stone. Yeah, Jeff Buckley's like one eighty or something like that. <laughs> right, that motherfucker's one of the greatest singers of all time. Yeah, you know, most talented, but, best looking motherfuckers, <laughs> best looking motherfuckers too. Yeah. Hold my drink, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'd let him lick my face. You yeah. know, um, yeah. But part of a Hall of Fame is recognizability, reach, influence, stuff like that. So. If I recommend a song and you're not familiar with the song, it cannot be in the Hall of Fame. I think I I like it, but then I'm worried that we're well. I guess it wouldn't matter, like that we're just gonna pick like generic songs, but probably not. You know, nah, because we know some stuff. Yeah. I mean, we we know a lot of like our Venn diagram uh, overlaps crosses pretty well. crosses yeah. streams quite a bit. Okay, so like. And there's enough like kind of niche stuff that we're into. I just like want to avoid the me going, uh, you know, track seven on Blind Melon's second album. You know what I mean? Right. Um. <laughs> so, I I think I'm with I I'm I'm with that stipulation. But how do you feel about it? I'm good with it. And then next year, maybe we do, you know, the the unsung songs Hall of Fame. You know. Yeah. Different Hall. Because of even on this one, like. Even on this one, like I'll probably eventually, uh, I'll do a Beatles song at some point and all that stuff. But right. we've got the way that we started because I know what song you picked. You know what song I picked. Yeah. Uh, we're not rolling out the Led Zeppelin <laughs> slash, uh, you know, r- r- uh, r- Red Hot Chili Peppers out the gate. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so so uh, this week, number one on my list. Uh, the the reason that I thought of this idea was I heard this song the other day in a movie, uh, maybe even the Iron Claw, and I was like, God damn, is this a great-ass song? I am choosing Mississippi Queen by the band Mountain, uh, which was released in 1960, in 1970, uh, off their debut album, uh, and maybe one of the best songs of all time. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, it's a banger, dude. <laughs> now, you, you texted me that you listened to it. Are you familiar with Mississippi Queen? Yes. Okay. I am familiar with Mississippi Queen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Mississippi Queen. Um, I think there's a, a Simpsons episode where Homer plays it. Where Homer's like dancing to it, um, it's probably Homer Palooza. Maybe, yeah. But um, we open up with just just listen to the beginning. That guitar tone, <laughs> it's it's disgusting. Uh, it's amazing. Now you could hear that. I could not hear that, so I don't know if it. You came, couldn't hear it. No, if it came through on the podcast. Gosh dang it! Sorry, Stuff man. like that happens a lot. Everybody out there, if you didn't hear Mississippi Queen right there, just know that it's it's a it's it's a it's a little bit of a cowbell. Yeah. And then there's like some some uh, some knocking. Yeah. So knock knock. Knocking. Oh wait, no, I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. Hold on, hold on. We, we got it. 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 Can you hear it now? See this song, it meets the so there's 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 I'm I'm official I'm eventually probably gonna have some like definitive criteria for this right right. This song meets the uh, stank face criteria. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah i I was thinking okay that riff, that's a ten out of ten. That yeah that opening riff and. Almost any song that starts on the drums with two snare hits, got to got. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's a that's a formula for success. Uh, as long as there's been rock and roll music, like you're getting down at that point. Yeah, um, and th- so the the things that work in its favor to me, one, um, is that riff is incredible, so nasty. Yeah. Uh, the composition, like the, the bass and the drums are incredible and big selling point in this song's favor. I think it's under three minutes long. Like it just it gets it's in like two and a half minutes long. Yeah. It gets in, it punches you directly in the face and then it gets out. Cause there's not a lot of change in the song. Like the lyrics aren't particularly deep. And they like there's that riff, and then this there's a secondary riff later. But essentially, they're like, we've got everything we need. We don't need to pile on <laughs> a bunch of stuff, and it doesn't lose esteem at all. It's just from that's, start to finish, it's a locomotive. That's kind of it, that kind of applies not as much as this song, but it, it, um, I'll, I'll explain how it applies to my song that mm. I that I'm gonna nominate is. They found a groove and they believed in that groove. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I particularly like this part of, of Mississippi Queen, and they, they do it a few times. Uh, right here. That snare. Yeah. That's. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so it's so American. That's another reason I like. Yeah, it. it's just you're not gonna have that song is not gonna be made any goddamn where else in America. No, it's all you know? it's bravado all day long. You know? Yeah, it is uh, chest hair, a big porno mustache, yeah. a freaking Gibson Les Paul covered in whiskey, and uh, some really tight pants and armadillos in your trousers. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, it is off of their first album called Climbing, which I think is funny. The band's called Mountain, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third gig they ever played was Woodstock, which is also awesome. That's like, so sick. Like, <laughs> the 60s were so weird, oh, man. man. It's, it's so funny because like, I, I remember watching the ZZ Top documentary, and they're like, yeah, we're just some little band out of Texas. We just opened for everybody. And there's all these ZZ Top posters where it's like uh, every band, come, like Jimi Hendrix, Cream, uh, probably Mountain. Led Zeppelin. And it's all, and then at the bottom, it's just like, it's easy top. <laughs> Cause it's like they were just the best band that was in whatever that town was in Texas. And they just got to open for all these incredible bands. Uh, yeah. So, so they they got their keyboardist from a band called Devil's Anvil. <laughs> Fuck the Devil's Anvil. Hell yeah, dude. That's a great name. Um, so just a qu- uh, quick uh, shout out the songwriters for this song were Leslie West. Corky Lang, who's the drummer, obviously, uh, Felix <laughs> Papalardi and David and David Ray, and it was produced by Felix Papadopoli. Uh, I've said his name two different ways on that because uh, I don't know how to say it. But uh, uh, also the the looks sa- like Papalardi, the singer from Papadopoli. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get a better name Uh, I completely agree with you uh, the singer for Mountain looks like he would be the singer of a band called Mountain like he looks like Andre the Giant Uh, and maybe had agromegaly but man could that dude sing like he had it all day long yeah he I mean he was a bad mother like just it's a bad American dude He, he looks like he does kind of look like Andre the Giant. He also kind of looks like, uh, I, I, yeah, he does look like he has acromegaly. He also kind of looks like Barry Gordy. Ah, uh, yes, a little bit. <laughs> you could. Um, so I'm, I'm putting it up also because this is the. I might, I might have to dig into Mountain a little bit, but this is the only Mountain song that I am familiar with at all, and like doesn't matter. Put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Put them in every Hall of Fame you got on the back of mississippi queen alone like if they wrote a second even decent song maybe maybe in the maybe in the running for best band ever who knows (laughs) (laughs) all all they needed was one more yeah just one (laughs) more decent song uh and uh and which i'm sure i can find on one of their albums mountain shooting up the list you know (laughs) Yeah, they have another they they have another song called Nantucket Sleigh Ride, which I'm sure is boss as shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you want to introduce your song and then we'll uh, vote, or do you want to vote per song? Uh, how do you prefer? What do you want to do? Uh, let's do it at the end. I think that's okay. better. So, uh, so my song is. Uh, Man, it's just a, it's just a, a sad boy's, uh, uh, sensitive power ballad. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't call it even a power ballad, uh, but it's it's got power. It's just not, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just not a power ballad. Uh, my song is "Baby Come Back" by Player. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was gonna say the thing we used to make fun of Andrew for in our band was that he would only pick the saddest breakup songs to try to learn. Uh, with the band and this fits right into your like your wheelhouse yeah 
in the Simpsons episode, Homer Alone, when Homer calls the Department of Missing Babies after losing Maggie, the hold music is a newly recorded version of the song. Yep. <laughs> Baby, come back. Yep. Uh, that's great. Um, uh, yeah, that's I, I love, I like sad music. I like breakup songs. I like uh, heartbreak songs. Yeah. I love... As particularly sung by males for some reason, uh, and it's not because like I remember when I got my heart broken. I just like really like sad <laughs> men, like yeah. in terms, and but not like it's weird. I don't like it as much in like modern pop or like stuff like that. I like either old pop, old uh, like uh, old when men were men, right. That's, and, and they were tough. And they were, you know, they were tough but sensitive. You know, men were men, women were nervous, and and people were tough. <laughs> I mean, people were sensitive. Yeah. You know, um, uh, the genre here. So like, is I like like soft rock, yacht rock, blue eyed soul is what they would. That's totally fine. I'll take it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll take all three of those. Uh, so we'll 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 show you the beginning. We'll, we'll we'll listen to the beginning real quick. The beginning once again. The guitar tone yeah. is super awesome. Um, now, if I can't hear it, do you want me to tell you again? N- well, I know what I did, so okay. you should be able to hear it. But yes, tell me if you can't hear it. Um, you can hear that, right? Yeah. The bass? Oh, my God, Dusty. I thought that the drums might have been sampled for uh, So Fresh, So Clean by Outkast because they sound very similar. Um, oh, okay. They weren't. I, I tried to look it up, so I, they at least didn't credit the that drum yeah. part. But yeah, that that drum part is slick as shit. And then the one of the really uh, impressive things to about this song to me is the way that they that they incorporate the instruments to each have their like own little sections. Like there's not guitar the whole way through, but whenever he plays a guitar line. Like it's perfectly in the spot it needs to be in. Yeah, there's no fluff, and and yeah. that that guitar tone is like, it's the the kind of twangy like vibrato y. It's almost like surf rock guitar tone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but none of those are the best things about this song. The hook <laughs> is the best thing about this yeah. song, and the way the reason that I was talking about with the mountain song with Mississippi Queen where you you find a riff and you just marry it and you trust it and you believe in it yeah. and you just keep playing it and playing it. I can see we've been in bands before. Yeah. If we found something like that, <laughs> we would play the chorus for like four straight hours Yeah. and just have a great time closing <laughs> our eyes and playing. I'm going to play the chorus real quick. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the dude who, uh, the singer... And that song is is a hundred percent singing his ass off. Yeah, like, and and like as a singer, like there are certain guys that like like I can pull off anything that most guys in good bands can do. Yeah. Like, and I, I may, might not be able to do it as well as they do. They're professional singers, all those things. But like, I can kind of pull it off. This is a very hard song to sing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there, cause there's, there's, there's also different parts because it's, it's harmonized, like all this stuff, but like, uh, it's just, it's just that groove, man. I can uh, listen to that groove with my eyes closed or like doing dishes for hours. Yeah. Uh, that is Peter Beckett on lead vocal and electric guitar. 
J.C. Crowley on acoustic piano, electric piano, and backing vocals. Ron, with two N's, Moss, uh, playing bass. John Friesian on drums. Maracas, congas. Uh, and then Wayne Cook on synthesizer and electric piano. Like, and, and listen to all the various instruments that they layer and that they like. It's a it's not officially a wall of sound song because it's not produced by uh, Phil Spector, but it's got that vibe where it's like they just keep building layers of instrumentation on it. And then, oh, yeah. uh, my favorite part of the song is uh, where they come out of the chorus and then they drop it all out and the baby come back any kind of fool then they bring it all back in like i'm a sucker for a for a well-timed drop you know that's because we that's because we come from pop punk emo stuff yeah Uh, (laughs) you need it so but yeah so um this song was number one on the u.s billboard hot 100 for three consecutive weeks january 14th 21 and 28 1978 um so my dad was 19 years old (laughs) He probably thought this song was gay. To be honest, my dad probably thought this song was gay. I'm gonna ask him. Sure, I'm gonna text him right. If you like, pl- if he likes Player, uh, I'm just gonna say, did you listen to "Baby Come Back" by Player when it came out in yeah. 1978? To see what he says. Uh, rele- he'll probably say yes, and I'll say, did you like it? And he'll say no. <laughs> Released as a single from the album Player as well. Um, now, if I may, I have two. I have one slight critique and one thing that I personally would have enjoyed if they would have done in this song uh an arrangement okay. note uh, first thing okay watch your mouth i, okay. I understand um so <laughs> uh first they they do this um they do some hits in the chorus but i would have liked if during the baby come back uh whenever they do that any kind of fool would see if you put the mm-hmm. drum hits like on the symbol right there so like you know, baby, come back. Any kind of, yeah, yeah. Any yeah. kind of. Time I, I think that would have been dope. That. But they I, they do those hits, but they don't do it right there, which I think is where I, you know I, I would do it if I were recording it instead of John Friesian. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's neither here nor there. They uh, the drums in the song are also dope. There's a couple of like really long sort of drum fills that are really cool in the like extended choruses like going yeah. into the extended course. Um, the only other thing is little gay. No, <laughs> um, they do a dropout and then they do another sort of thing where they bring it down again, like one course or two courses later. And so I think mm-hmm. the end starts to run out of steam a little bit just for me personally. Um, not whether it is four minutes, it is four minutes and 13 seconds, yeah. so we could make it a little shorter. But I think, like I said, you never want to stop doing that group. No. They wanted to make that song 20 minutes, right? That's the they wanted to do uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine by CCR version of it, like 12 minutes long. But dude, I, I, they really didn't need to do that song, CCR. <laughs> yeah, I, and why does he talk like he's Creole? Yeah, in that song, why did he hoid it through the grapevine? <laughs> that's that one will not be making the list i assume no um, i would have laughed you out of the building yeah um if you, I, if you it, i like it but there's like that's one of those i i need to look at the 
You're the, from Berkeley, California, yeah. and you hoid it through the grapevine, you <laughs> uh, son of a bitch. I need to look and see because I can't remember if they they wrote it or Marvin Gaye wrote it. But if they had the audacity to release it after Marvin Gaye's version of I Heard It Through the Grapevine, huge mistake. Like That's actually a great question. I, dude, no, because I think Marvin Gaye got shot in like the 60s, didn't he? Uh, well, he got, at least once he got shot in the 60s. I don't know. It was 1966. For who? It was written by Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong for Motown Records in 66. Okay. Uh, released in... Re- the first recording of the song was produced for Whitfield for Gladys Knight and the Pips. The Marvin Gaye version was in 1967. And then CCR was in 1970. And it's 11 minutes long? Yeah. No, mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> okay, yeah, John John Fogarty. I, I'm not putting any John Fogarty yeah. in this. He was high on his own supply at that point. Like <laughs> the the definitive version of that song is like <laughs> has been released. You got to cover a different song, man. You can't do a gravelly like I heard it through the grapevine yeah. after freaking Marvin Gaye <laughs> yeah. did it. That's uh, anyway. That's a big L from them. So yeah, uh, what are you doing? Okay, so Mississippi Queen. I vote. Yeah. Let take the jersey off in the rafters. Yeah, I'm putting in the rafters. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I I I uh I didn't know when you first said it. Like I wasn't like what the why is he picking Mississippi Queen? Right. I just hadn't heard that song in a long time. I knew it was really boss. I put it in the kind of like smoke on the water boss rock. Right. I would call it boss. Yeah, rock, you're driving right? a Trans Am listening to, uh, to exactly. Mountain. Um, but I listened to, I turned it on. I was in my car when you texted me. So I turned it on, turned it up and, uh, I couldn't stop making the face. <laughs> right. The, every section of that song is designed to keep that face. And the, and like yeah. the maximum amount of that face you can make is like two and a half minutes. They knew it. It sounds like, yeah, your face starts to hurt. It sounds like you are driving a car that's way too heavy for the good, for the gas mileage. Yeah driving with leaded gasoline uh <laughs> littering the whole way yeah. smoking with the windows up yeah and uh and on your way to have unprotected sex <laughs> yeah you're gonna well and, and uh harsh the squares you know like yeah you're gonna peel out in a parking lot there's a whole list of things that you're gonna you're gonna throw the quarter pounder with cheese uh foam container that's that will never biodegrade just straight out the window <laughs> On your yeah, the, the 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 black eye uh, the, uh, that your stepdad gave you is almost gone. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, man, is but that, you beat him up worse. Yeah, man, is that a song? You know? Yeah, that's like a football practice song. That's a running song. That's an everything. Um, and conversely, my vote does go to player for baby come back in the rafters. Listen, most valuable player. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> It's just such a groove, man. Like it's not it's not my favorite song in the world. Yeah. Uh I've got some I've got some fun ones coming, but I have one, man, I really want to pick uh I really want to put uh Through the Fire by Shaka Khan in there, but you're not going to be familiar with that song. So yeah. I can't That's... I can't do it. Uh but uh, I I I played myself in that scenario. <laughs> right. Uh but uh, check that one out. That is what uh, Kanye, you know, through the wire. Yeah, yeah. Through the wire, oh, through the limit, through okay. the wire. Yeah, yeah. So he, he took that Shaka Khan song 
and did the speed em up thing so the voice goes like up super right. high like it's got the the, the uh, pitch the uh, yeah what's it called um the alvin and the chipmunks voice yeah. you know but uh the original song through the fire by shaka khan oh boy okay. but um yeah baby come back i think it deserves it perfect place in the rap well and it's a like you're driving around at night song it's a like the 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 mood is cool like that song only plays at places that are cool like the vibe oh, yeah. the vibe has to be chill and that's a way that you know the vibe is chill if you walk into a place and baby come back is playing you're like okay this is a chill cool spot to hang out oh yeah, yeah. I, I like it my my perfect setting is uh uh the the lights are dim in the house it's like 10 30 p.m yeah all the the window the 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 blinds are closed. We're enjoying ourselves. It, we're doing the dishes. It can be a little bit warm. It could be a little cold. It could be either yeah. way. Like baby comes back. You're comfy. Yeah, it's comfy to you. So yeah. I say hang it up. Uh, it might not even be my favorite song in that particular genre of music, but it's it's a definitely one. You know. Oh man. I'm pissed about the the stipulation I made too because there's some Chicago songs that I want to put in there. You know, I don't think you know Chicago uh, songs. Not, so. not very well. Uh, oh, Peter Satira, right. sorry. You know, that's... he's a bad motherfucker, Dusty. He's a uh, bad motherfucker. I'll give you a. Uh, we can we can rescind your uh, your stipulation if you want. We don't... We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it occasionally. Okay. But next next week next week we're holding we're, we're, we're holding, holding to strong. the stipulation. Yeah. All right, second new segment. Uh, my wife, because she's awesome, bought me a book called The Monster Hunter's Hand Guide. Okay. To take on monsters. Uh, okay. This book is 212 pages. So, Andrew, I would like for you to say a page number, and I will discuss with you the monster that is on this page. Let's go number two, Derek Jeter. Just <laughs> knocking him out of the park. I'm not in. I'm not in the table of contents at that point. Is there actually a monster on number two? Oh, you are still in the table of contents. Or okay, you're let's go intro, forty-two. So let's go forty-two. Mariano Rivera. All right, number forty-two is going to be. <laughs> a ghoul. <laughs> a ghoul. <laughs> Oh, look at that fucking guy. Okay. Uh Uh, The term ghoul is applied to various humanoid creatures that devour the corpses and even the live flesh of men and creatures appear in writings from many, they appear in writings from many different cultures. So the summary is uh, they often have disease. They occasionally have demonic powers. Occasionally. So it's just an immigrant. Uh, <laughs> uh, weakness, limited strength, and agility in some cases. Um, what do you think? If there's a ghoul around, how are you failing? How are you faring against the ghoul? You know, uh, people always say that I'm good with the ghouls. You yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> uh-huh. I've heard what's good for the ghoul is good for the good for the gander. The gander. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you said it eats people? Um, well, it ha- yeah, it can eat people. Uh, it devours the f- the corpses and live flesh of men. So oh, kind so not women. Uh, 
maybe men in like the man in the term yeah yeah you know um you know i feel like anything that is like notably not agile you've got a i'm gonna be i'm gonna be all right um this also i'm not the fastest person alive but they're if they're if they're riding in the thing that they can't get around very well, then that means that they're probably clumsy little bastards. So, right. um, I think I'll be fine. Uh, ghouls are often plus I don't have a lot of flesh to eat. <laughs> right, ghouls are often solitary monsters, but groups of the creatures can sometimes be ha- found hunting and feasting together. So I might be a ghoul. <laughs> that's true. Uh, have we have we considered when facing a human ghoul? The matter is rather simple: any blade, arrow, bludgeon, or even bone crunching wrestling hold. Could be used to dispose of them. Oh, so you're gonna kill it? Oh, against yeah, groups. it has no chance against me. I'm gonna be hitting all my favorite moves from the '90s: super kick a ghoul, uh, <laughs> running, running power slam. I'll put a ghoul in a sharpshooter if I have to. Like you, you, you missed it. I heart punched a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hit a tombstone power driver on a ghoul. You'll never believe it. <laughs> Um, I I got that ghoul with a Canadian destroyer <laughs> off the off the second rope. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> um, apparently, there was an undead ghoul, which is a little more trouble. Uh, you would need to s- be careful to inflict severe destruction. So that's probably when you Canadian destroy the ghoul instead of just. Oh, so you really got to fuck that ghoul? Yeah. Up. Um, or destroy their brain. Ghoul sounds a lot like a zombie. I'm not really sure what the difference would be yeah i don't know uh i'm still i'm still unclear as to what a ghoul i mean and we just read the book yeah it's undead uh sometimes but sometimes alive apparently it's a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid often associated with graveyards and the consumption of human flesh yeah this is just a zombie yeah i think the thing is that they they pretty much only stay in the graveyard they're not they're not seeking other places to get their uh, their meals. The concept originated in pre-Islamic Arabian religion. Okay. So, yeah, I think uh, you and me, if we're going ghoul hunting, I think we fare pretty well. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm, I'm kicking a ghoul's ass. Yeah. Two ways to Sunday. Well, that's good. Um, uh, or six ways to Sunday. So, some of the things in this book are going to turn out to be a little bit more uh, troublesome to defeat. Yeah, there's going to be some tough ones. I'm 1-0 at this point. Yeah, but... undefeated. So uh, I want to make use of my new book. So uh, I figured, you know, little cryptozoology never hurt anybody. But I think I'm going to make use of my new book. Ah. Give me a number. You know what? 44. It's my favorite number. 40. I forgot the neighbor. The pages aren't numbered. Oh, uh, right. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pick a random one. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris can pass on the children's carousel. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. You know, the horse ride, right? The circular horse ride. Uh-huh. He can pass people on that. Oh, I see. Okay. His horse is faster than right. Else. And his it's horse good. is not connected to a pole or like, it doesn't matter. Well, he's, he's Chuck Norris. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Right. His legs will, uh, are unbreakable. So it's fine. Uh, dusty. He's Chuck Norris. <laughs> I saw a picture. He posted, he posted a picture of him like dressed as Santa or something on Instagram. Uh-huh. And like I had such hatred for him <laughs> when I saw the picture. And I I he didn't he's not he's not the reason for these jokes. Right. Well like he he did make the firewalker, so I could be mad at him for that. Right. Uh and but, Walker Texas Ranger, which is now on Hulu. Sarah and I tried to watch uh an episode of it. 
made it about 15 minutes into Walker, Texas Ranger before it was a big problem. <laughs> I didn't read the caption. What's the But do, do you remember the do you remember the the uh Conan O'Brien uh he had the uh big lever that would play a random Walker, Texas Ranger? Yes. Uh, I do remember that. Th- that was great. Yeah. Um the caption, it's Chuck Norris in a karate stance dressed as Santa. And it says, I want to wish all my friends and f- my friends and fans a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. As you can probably tell, I'm feeling extra jolly this year. <laughs> all kidding aside, please do remember what this holiday represents. Today is a celebration of the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Yep. God bless Chuck Norris. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> Let's get all the who's and ha's yeah, out of the way. Yeah. Let's remember that this is about the goddamn Savior. Yeah, I look, I look particularly jolly. Uh, JK, I look as jolly as I ever do. That's, yeah, uh, I feel like listen. Like, I haven't heard that Chuck Norris is an asshole, so I can't really like assume Chuck Norris is an asshole. He's from a pretty fun period in American life. Yeah, uh, he is um, wildly conservative. I'll just say that. Um, oh really? <laughs> yeah, like, pretty staunchly conservative. Um, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. Look, I didn't pass judgment. <laughs> You decide for yeah, yourself. Yeah, like I said about like I said about Tim Allen. I'm gonna. I mean, with with the, Tim Allen gets a lifetime pass. Chuck Norris doesn't have a lifetime pass. Right. In my he made the fire. So I could get mad at him for that. Yeah. Yeah. He made Firewalker. But if you're Tim Taylor, and Buzz Lightyear, and the Santa Claus, and you made Jungle to Jungle, right. And you're Scott Calvin. <laughs> you're gonna have to do some true blue Nazi shit for me to get off that boat. <laughs> right. That's. Uh... And guess what? If you do it, if you do some true blue blue Nazi ship, I'm gonna get off the boat. As <laughs> soon as you die, yeah. I'm right back on that boat. Like I, I, when they die, I, yeah. I'm I'm back to enjoying their art. You know, like Michael Jackson. I listen to that shit all the time. Right. R. Kelly's dead. I'm gonna listen to Re- Ignition Remakes a bunch. Right. You know, he's not dead though, is he? R. Kelly died. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. I mean, come on, he might as well. Be. <laughs> Essentially, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Trivia. You wanna hit trivia? We'll get out of here. Yeah, we'll do trivia. I say we do. I say we skip uh, box office because a little long. Okay. So we'll we'll do the other one so they're a little a little, a little quicker. So we'll we'll do the uh, the dozen. I did not do this one this this uh, today. <laughs> yeah, we've had a big problem where uh, Andrew. Yeah, will... <laughs> I, I keep accidentally doing it. We'll do them, um, uh, the day that we're recording. So. So for those of you who uh, haven't seen us do this before, uh, the dozen daily trivia is a thing done by Barstool Sports. It's pretty fun. Uh, they have a web series where they they have a trivia competition all the time, and they have a daily trivia associated with that series. Uh, you get nine categories of different types. Uh, the top three are always sports, um, unless it's baseball. I generally do terrible in it. Right now, it's NFL, college football, and college basketball. I am horseshit in all three of those. Um, and then there's six other categories that are like general pop culture slash like American culture stuff. Yeah. So, um, well, you want to start top left? Uh, yes, let's do that. Top left is NFL. The question is, in 2017, Giants head coach Ben McAdoo controversially ended Eli Manning's 210 start streak, benching him in favor of what quarterback? Ooh, um, I'm going to say that it was Daniel Jones, but I'm not sure. I do not. I think that's too long. That's much too long ago yeah. to be Daniel Jones. But I don't have an answer, so we're gonna get, be wrong. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, college football. The first national championship of the BCS era occurred on January fourth, nineteen ninety nine, as this SEC school, SEC school defeated Florida State 
23 to 16 in the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. The SEC is. I think that's like Alabama and Auburn. Yeah. I think we're looking maybe Florida. Clemson. Florida. I think so. Maybe. Let's do it. I'm usually, I don't know if I'm usually bad at college football as well. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at college football. I would have guessed like Alabama. Probably Probably would have been safer. College football, college basketball, nicknamed Captain Clutch. That's Derek Jeter's nickname. Uh huh. You don't, you don't give that nickname around to other people. That's... Um, AC Law the Fourth <laughs> played for this at the time Big Twelve school from 2003 to 2007. Totaled over 1,500 points. It was a 2007 consensus All American. I have literally, I literally no, no chance. Michigan. I know Michigan's in the Big Michigan, Twelve. Yeah. I don't know that they're still in oh, the do Big you? Twelve, but. Wrong. Yeah. Man, was that bitch wrong. <laughs> uh, so we're over three. Retail and shopping. What clothing retailer founded Old Navy in 1994 as a less expensive version of its existing stores? Do you have any idea? Macy's? I was thinking the, That's a guess. the Gap, but I don't know. See, I don't think the Gap is a less expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's more expensive. A, yeah, right? I don't know. So I'm going to go with the Gap, though. I'm going to go, nah. We could go with Macy's. We'll go with the gap, and then we'll we'll go with the gap, and then we'll double di- double dip Macy's if if we're wrong. If if we get the chance, because you don't always get the double dip. You do. You have to try to answer every question, and you'll get the double. Ah. Uh, if you don't attempt to every question, you won't get the double dip. Okay. The gap. You nailed it. Hell Look at yeah. us. <laughs> nice job. Thank you. Uh, celebrity mashup. So this is two celebrities' faces mashed together. One time is three celebrities' faces. Um, so you're not going to be able to see this people. So we'll try to do it fast. Okay. That is a horrible, um, <laughs> that's a terrible picture. Um, Harrison Ford on the outside. Maybe, maybe is that Charlize Theron I don't on the inside there? Let's give it a shot. Okay. Harrison Ford. Char. Charlize Theron. <laughs> Man, were we wrong. Um, snacks and candy. The phrase meat snacks is usually found above the name of pack on the packaging of what jerky brand? That's got to be Slim Jim, right? See, I'm th- the only other one I can think of is... is uh, Jack Links. Jack Links, but we'll go with Slim Jim. Incorrect. We'll try Jack Links yeah. when we... Uh... Debuting in 1996, what rapper performed the opening theme, Aw, oh, Here It Goes?, for the Nickelodeon sitcom Keenan and Kel. I have zero idea. <laughs> I I don't know. What the fuck are these yeah. questions today? I'm going to go LL Cool J. That sounds good to me. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Movies. And and by the way, everybody, we will tell you the answers yeah. after this. Um we're not we sure aren't, aren't giving you very many. Um Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Elliot Page, Marion Cotillard, and and Killian Murphy had supporting roles in his 2010 sci-fi film from Christopher Nolan. This is Inception. Okay. Uh, would I have gotten this? No, I don't think I would have gotten this. I might have guessed Inception because I know that's Nolan. Right. Um, music. 
This musician is known for his public relationship with fiance Megan Fox, and in 2017, he had his first top five hit with Bad Things, a collaboration between him and Camila Cabello. This is Machine Gun Kelly. Boom. <laughs> Boo, Machine Gun Kelly. Yes, double dip. And we'll double dip snacks and candy, and we'll try Jacklinks. Sounds good to me. We were correct. Nice. So we got four. Okay. Okay, let's see let's see the numbers here. Fourteen percent of people got the mashup, right? Seventy percent of people got the gap one. Uh twenty-eight percent of people got that television, the this the music one. And uh not a lot of people got any of the sports ones. Uh let's look at so the NFL one, the, the it was Geno Smith was the quarterback oh, that uh, replaced yeah. Eli Manning. Um college football, it was Tennessee that won the first Fiesta Bowl. Um, 99. Could that have been Peyton Manning? Yeah, but I don't think that he... No, Peyton Manning didn't win. So it's the year after Peyton Manning, I think. He didn't win the national championship? I Goddamn. do not believe so. This was the first national championship. Yeah. So anyway. um, college basketball, uh, that is Texas A&M. Who cares? Uh, celebrity mashup, that is Kevin Bacon and Charlize Theron. I was the wrong oh, one. Man. God damn it. Nice job, though. Good pull with Charlize Theron. That person looks uh, sick. That... <laughs> whatever yeah that's some michael jackson yeah. shit going on there uh the television one that is coolio how'd we get that one you know, you I, know I, mean? I do know that i think like somewhere in the dark recesses <laughs> but uh like uh, i could never have pulled that yeah no chance for me no yeah. chance so let's go rotten tomatoes game it's the rotten tomatoes game uh it's daily movie trivia they give you uh there's a movie that is the answer they give you how many how many uh, words are in the title, uh, the year, the genre, and the Rotten Tomato scores. Correct. Yes. So it is a four-word title, which is kind of long. It's 2016. It's an R, and it's a comedy drama. From 2016. Okay. Every time it's an R-rated movie, for some reason I go straight to horror no matter what it says. Comedy <laughs> drama, I gotta remember that. Yeah, and from 2016... That's not any of the... Oh, is it This Is The End? Oh, it could be. I think those I think those, those ratings are too high for This Is The End, to be honest. Yeah, I'm too. Because it got a, it got a 94% critic score... And a uh, 83% audience score. And I also don't think it would be listed as a comedy drama. Oh, I yeah. Just be I didn't think comedy. about the drama part. So. Um, not, I, was, I thought burn after reading, but that's before 2016. That's three na- three words. Right. Um, you want to go to the first clue? Yeah, let's do a clue. I feel like if we had time to sit around, we might have found it. But yeah. Deals with all the usual teenage concerns, dating, family, school, in a way that tries to go beyond general cliche with a heroine who is often unlikable but always believable. So it's about abroad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that that would fit. But like none of the movies I can think of are four words. Yeah. So let's go. Give me another. Good. Let's do another clue. 
A total home run as first feature for writer, producer, director Kelly Freeman Craig. It's consistently funny, moving, and emotionally honest. I still got nothing. I don't know that. I feel like we might not get. We might. We might might not be getting. Yeah. You can't be wrong. You can't go wrong with Kira Sedgwick and Woody Harrelson in the roles of the film's adults, but Haley Steinfeld simply shines as Nadine Franklin, who ends up giving us one of the great teenage protagonists in film history. Oh, I do know this movie. See, yeah, I would have never gotten this, but one I don't. I, I don't remember the name. This is the one that we should like. This is the one where you should get it if you're going to get it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, go. Let's go to the next clue. Uh, Blank's sharp script and Haley Steinfeld's outstanding lead performance make this more than just another coming-of-age dramedy. Nothing. Nothing. The movie is called The Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, I like. I know that that's a movie, and I've seen clips of that movie, but I've never seen it, and it doesn't stick in my brain. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a stinker. That's a, that a that's stinker. A I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write and complain to Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> about that one. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. Struck out. You know. The, sometimes things are rough all over. Yeah. Two two shitty showings and trivia, but we'll come back. We we can always come back strong. You know. That's one baby. That's come back. one. <laughs> that's one thing about us. Is, <laughs> was wrong you know the songs we picked <laughs> like 15 fucking times the, the the songs we picked today could be the beginning and end of a romantic story like he's in love with the mississippi queen if you know what he means and then like things go bad and then he's like baby come on baby <laughs> come baby come back uh, that is all of my relationships. Yeah, it could be. Like I'm bosses. I'm bosses. Shit, then I end up really sad. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh. Uh, also, baby, come back deserves to be in the rafters for the lyric all day long, wearing a fa- wearing a mask of false bravado, <laughs> trying to keep up a smile and hide a tear. Uh, Listen, dude. Uh, and then there's background vocals for false false bravado. So it's like. Uh, wearing a mask of false bravado, false bravado. <laughs> <laughs> They're sensitive yeah. boys, bro. Not a lyric, not a word that you hear a lot in lyrics. Uh, bravado is a tough word to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, El Dorado yeah. <laughs> doesn't even rhyme with it, but you got you kind of got to use it's it. It's one of those uh, Eminem slant rhymes where he's like, uh, nothing rhymes with orange, but orange, <laughs> lorange. <laughs> Nobody does that more than fucking uh, than Eminem. Yeah, but, yeah, there's there's some egregious ones. Well, he, the next time I hear one, he I'm did it in it a. He said that in an interview. I think it was like Anderson Cooper asked him if there's any words he can't rhyme. Oh yeah, I've, I've oh, seen that man. before, and that's like super cringe worthy. <laughs> Eminem, or like don't don't do that. Like yeah, I'm sick of like. I'm sick of people like defending new Eminem being like, yeah, but he's so his lyrics are so complicated now. It's like, yeah, sure, fine. He's the he's the Ingve Malmsteen Malmsteen of rap yeah. now. That's cool, fine. You can you can enjoy that if you want. I'm gonna go listen to the Marshall Mathers right. LP. Yeah, well, the like just because you can rhyme a hundred words in a like <laughs> in a minute doesn't mean that you should. Doesn't mean that that makes it the best song. Yeah. Well, could versus should. Right. Otherwise, the, the tales uh, time. Twista would be the best raptor of all time. Oh, 
That's that's player. Look at those guys. That the dude with the mustache is definitely a guy that asks his baby to come back. You know. Oh, he's a dude. Yeah, yeah he's a dude. He's hiding yeah, behind he's, a mask he... of false bravado in that picture. False bravado. <laughs> yeah, that that there's there's nothing more false bravado than that mustache no, the, with that mullet. Yeah, that's definitely seventies and uh, blue eyed soul makes sense. Uh, for if you if you I want to hang out. I want to hang out with player. <laughs> anyway yeah so let's wrap this let's wrap this shit uh, up thank you to everybody <laughs> thank you to everybody who listens uh we appreciate all of you as you can see we're always trying to you know tweak think of new things uh come up with new ideas uh because we want to just make the podcast better thanks for hanging out with us and staying with us uh we appreciate you all as andrew uh often says follow us on all the socials we appreciate that uh anything else you got andrew yeah don't do drugs. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs>